This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is such a pleasure to be back here with you, Jordana. It always is. Always, always is. I I, I gotta say, we get so many emails. I want to thank the listeners. Thank you. Yes, thank you thank for writing you. in. You've written in. You've shared with friends. Come it's, to the shows. You come great. to the shows. Um, we're mid-January, and it's already we're already in a better place than we were in 2019. We are. And that's because of you. That's how this whole podcast game works. There ain't no billboards. It's you, the listener, telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then you listening, supporting our sponsors. When we can give you free money, we're going to do that. We only connect with companies that we think you would connect with. And then you listen and we give you the ha's and all the stuff you want to listen to. We give you the entertainment. You give us the the gentle feathering of our nuts that we need of you sharing it. And and I'm going to ask you right now. Okay? There's a lot of, this ain't this podcast ain't free. It's not. It's not. Here's how you can pay us. Make it your Instagram story. That's right. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Make it your Instagram story, tell a friend, tell a friend, anyone. Listen. With ears. With ears. I have moms come up to me. Moms, single people, married people, engaged people. It's it's for everybody. It's about the discussion. That's what it's about. What's going on here at Betches, Jordana? Anything? Well, we have a brand new weekly newsletter called Bachelor Breakdown. If you ever, if you guys are watching The Bachelor, you should one watch Jared's Instagram stories Thank because you. they are hysterical. Every um, week, baby. and it's better than the show. I've I personally oh, feel that, and I've heard that from a lot of people. That's very nice. Um, and you can also listen to our watch, sorry, subscribe to our brand new weekly newsletter called Bachelor Breakdown about all things happening in Bachelor Nation, including our episode recaps. So this would be like the skim, but for Bachelor content. Basically. It's Which all, is great. All you want to know. Make sure you subscribe at Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. That's Betches.co slash B-E-T-C-H-E-L-O-R Breakdown. Do you have anything going on? I got shows. Um, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah this weekend, okay? I'm going to be in Buffalo the next weekend. I'm going to be in Nashville next month, Valentine's Day weekend. If you want to spend Valentine's Day, get your Galentine's Day with me in Nashville. I'm going to be in Nashville February 14th and 15th. Then I'm going to be in San Diego. Then I'm going to be, and then later on, Boston and New York City and, and, and place. I'm coming, to, I'm coming to your city. If you heard your city just now, bring the crew. This is what we love about you guys, the listeners. You come and have fun. Bring the whole group chat. I'm up there making the funnies and, get, get, and bringing the ha's. The Wizard of Ha is coming to town. So, jaredfree.com, 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 if you're in any of those cities. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the best way to end one of those tricky three-monthers. Mm. The three-monther. 
How many three monthers do you think you've been in? Three month relationship. <laughs> the new Gilligan's Island. Yes. Uh, and we th- went to a dinner and he had some drinks and then went to a da da da. She sucked my dick and I went down on her. A three month relationship. A three month relationship. And now we want to end this thing because I know we won't marry. What do I do to get out of it? A three our relationship <laughs> that should be the video for that's the, the video there we go <laughs> i got my dick sucked and we made out we talked about old ex-girlfriend boyfriend that's not as good he as the promised first time. he would meet my parents but <laughs> <laughs> but now we just want to fuck a three-month relationship i feel like there should be a name for those do you know what I mean? Like, because it's, it's not tough. a relationship. It's like they're called a thing. That's a why whenever situationship. someone says like a, a thing, yeah, we're hooking up. Right. I've been seeing. There should be a yeah. name for someone. Something lasts for between three and like five months. See, I've been in the ten monther. I've been in the three monther. It's tough. Th- these are the tough ones because you're basically like you're cutting. You're cutting off the. Sh- I mean, to go back to the the, the Gilligan's Island. You're cutting the rope to the boat b- before it's done working. How, what do you mean? Like, three-monther, you don't really know the person enough to really make a decision on them personally. Like, it's not personal, I think, at three months. It's, it's you know enough about them. I almost them. feel like that's the most personal time to break up with someone. Why is that? Because it's like, I, I clearly think you're sexually attractive, right? <laughs> because, like, it's, we've been having sex for three months. Sure. Um, I think you're sexually attractive. And now it's kind of like I've gotten to know your personality enough to realize that I don't want to hang out with you consistently Interesting. anymore. Yeah, so you- I think it's like pretty, it's almost like when you have a, if you're dating someone for like five years and you break up, it's usually not like, it's almost like less personal then because then you're like, oh, like we're real, like I lo- I'm in love with you, but mm. like I just don't feel like this is going to last forever or it's like practically you not working on me or something like this happened. This is kind of like I've gotten to know you really well. And I'm not interested. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I well, uh, but also like there's that thing of like it, it is it is interesting because a lot of people what they say at the beginning when someone unfairly is asked what they're looking for because I do think that's an unfair question. Unless they, you're unless you know from the second well, you, I think anyone that well the, if you go I'm looking everyone's looking for a relationship with someone right. at some point. Yeah. So like well, that's to, why it's a I don't think it's unfair so much as it's like an obvious question. It's an obvious, but a lot of women, and this is the way I would feel as a guy, is that what are you looking for? And you go, and you say the same thing. You go, well, I'm going to date and I want to meet someone that I connect with. And hopefully that person I connect with, we end up together. Right. That's kind of the bullshit answer I would give. Right. Because that's true. It is because it is true, but it's also like. Doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Also, you. You know, women sometimes hear that, and I don't mean to make this every woman, but like sometimes that's heard as, oh, they want to be serious. And you go, yeah, I want to be serious. And then it's like, then you try it out and, and you go, ah, I'm not with you. Right. <laughs> and now well, you're blamed. Why, well, that's why it's personal. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, what, you're right. yeah. It's not that I didn't want a relationship, it's that I don't want a relationship with, with you. you. Yeah. This, <laughs> this isn't going to work. You know, going out. And here's the thing. Going out and meeting new people fucking sucks, and it's it's strenuous. So you're choosing to be strenuous versus sit on the couch with this person, right? That that's kind of what you're saying. You're like, I want to be alone or with someone that I've barely met twice more Over than you. This. Yes. And and 
I don't. I hate making it personal though because I I I agree with you. I've changed my mind in two seconds. That is very personal, <laughs> but it is personal. But I I hope it's not felt that you know. Like I I, right. I I I I get worried making it a personal thing because I do think like I've been in that situation. Like I so I was asked. I was on another podcast as a guest. Okay. okay? And she posed a question that was pretty good. I, I I enjoyed the question. What's the movie you would write about your life? Or how would you make a movie about you? Okay. And I, the answer I gave that I kind of thought was a good idea. And, you know, her and I talk You're about like, it. Well, Brad Pitt is going along his very <laughs> way trying to be a stand-up comedian. That's right. <laughs> Just Brad Pitt living his life. Yeah, That's sorry. Yeah. I... <laughs> I said I would like to see the movie of five of my relationships that were not just hooking up, that were a little bit more than hooking up. Okay. How those lives would have ended up. So like with like if you with committed them, to any one of committed those people. to those people. Because That's at, cool. I like that. You know that. what I mean? Yeah. Like if I took five examples of what life would have been mm-hmm. with five different people that I was with three months, ten months, a year, what would those lives look like? Right. Where would you be now if you never exited? If I never exited. Right. And I think that'd be an interesting movie, but that also is an admission to you can make it work with a lot of different people. The, the, right. the idea of the one or the the romanticized, you know, meant to be. Right, your soulmate. Soulmate. Yeah. To me, that's bullshit. Like, it's, it's who does the puzzle piece Work fit with at the right time. The, yes. Right. And to me, when I'm like I'm looking back on my life with people that I've been with for three months or hooked up with or situationship or all that stuff, mm-hmm. I don't look at any of them and go, dodge the bullet there. You know okay. what I mean? Like it is at the time, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Right. But looking back, that doesn't mean they weren't unrelationship they weren't relationship worthy. Right. They just didn't match up with who you were at that time and what you needed at that time. Absolutely. Or what my you know, the list of things and needs and all that stuff were right and i think we're i mean a lot of people again think like oh like there's so much disposability because there's so many options and there's the dating app but it's also kind of like nice because now you can make like a really informed just like you don't have like this isn't 1930 you don't have to marry that person that you had three months invested with even 20 years ago the person you were three months you're like i guess this is it there's not really many people other people to meet and then you get 20 years down the line and you go well, I got this job and money and I've met new people and I've started to travel like Delta does flights for 200 bucks to Nashville and I can just this go not there. Sponsored. You know, I, I, <laughs> but I'm saying like, you know, now like a guy's like, I, you're, and the, you know, the, the guy or girl looks at their spouse and goes, yeah, I, I kind of felt like I missed out on some other things and I wish I had done those Waited when we first or met. experienced other things or had a, right. what have you. Yeah. So what is, what is the email about? The email says, uh, J&J, big fan of the pod, male, male late 20s listener. The men are coming. They're coming. They're oh, writing they're in. they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> They've been seeing this girl for almost three months, had the exclusive talk about a month ago. She's great, super nice, and we have a good time. But I'm already getting the feeling that I don't see this going anywhere long term. It's not that I don't want to, but I just can't see it. Is this normal? Do I see where things go? Or is this a sign to just be honest and break up? I think it's normal. I think uh, I I feel for this guy because this is the hardest breakup to do. Can you explain this to me? Because like I I just can't relate to the feeling of like um, like I'm with this person. They're great. They're really nice. We have a great time. 
And I'm like, what does it mean? I can't see it going anywhere long term. Like they're great, but like not great enough to marry. They're great, but like not great enough to like meet their parents. Like I don't really like get Hmm. like I think I just maybe that there are like females who feel this. Sure. But for me, it's usually like if I'm with someone three months, like we're still we're still figuring this out. Right. Maybe that's the difference is like. How could you know that like you don't see it going anywhere long term? What does that even mean? Well, I'm trying to think of emails that we've gotten. A lot of the female ones that are about breaking up with someone are usually like three to four years. Mm -hmm. This is stale. And a lot of the men ones are earlier. Yeah. They're like, well, this is three to four months. I don't see it. Right. You know, like women a lot of times are working through it to the to the nub. Right. We're like, like, I need to like. Right, I need to really, really know before I cut this off. Exactly, and guys are like, ah, you know, this tastes kind of funky. I'm gonna get out. You know, like uh, even before right. you even taste it. You know, like um, I, I understand your question though is interesting. Like, what is the what does it mean so, in your head when you think that? Because you've, not, I, you've none you've of felt this, this the, right? Yeah, I've done this. Um, none of it means you're not good enough for meeting my parents. None of it means you're not good enough personally mm-hmm. to be married or to go. But I think when I've done it, if I'm if I'm going to be perfectly honest, it was like I don't really want to be. You can say it even if she's listening. I, the one who it's you not did about, this to. It's not about the person listening or the people listening. It's just I, I'm trying to f- suss out how I feel. I, I, you're just like I don't see a rainy day with this person in ten years. You know, like just I, I just don't. Hanging out, right? Yeah, the two of us isn't enough of an adventure. Enough of a. Can you feel that right away, though? Like, can you know that right away? I don't. I think you can see. Like, I think also a lot of times guys are so like fun attracted. Like they're so casual. They sort of so lean towards casual mm-hmm. that sometimes three months in, if it's getting on track, like to me, every guy wants to be um, climbing a mountain while on belay. So okay. you want to be mountain climbing at three months, but you also want to have the, be tethered to the mountain. Okay. So with a girl that you're like three months in with, you want to know that you're doing fun shit and going on the adventure and. You know, you're you're going on together and then but you also want to know like ah, I could this rope is pretty good. Like I could leave? No, that or... this person is like your rope. Like oh. you know, like it, it just I think so I'm vamping right now. I, I'm trying to figure out just like I'm just like trying going to, on and on right. while I try to figure out an answer. I don't know. I it's just a feeling. It's just a I just feeling. don't get it. Um But it but also the the question always comes with like a personalized touch and it's not personal. Like I, I, like I, when you're asking that question, you're like, am I not good enough to meet the parents? Anyone is good enough to meet these old fucks. You know, like, right. I, you know, like, am I not good enough to be married? Yeah, yeah. I could work through to this. Be your, I, am I not good enough to be your girlfriend? Is that like what the, like, yeah, are you but, waiting for something better than me to be your girlfriend? No, I think, I guess, yeah. I, I <laughs> better for me. Yeah. You know, not like better than me, but better for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Better for me. Not than you. Yeah. Right. That's you're right. I that's why these breakups like 
they tend to drag out because guys are what's the you know we're asked to give some sort of diagnosis you don't we don't know right well that's the hardest part for us is when there's nothing like like we've talked about this before like there's nothing to pinpoint it's not like when you're kind of like i can't it's hard to make sense of something that the other person also cannot make sense of and it seems like you're like well you're saying everything's great you like hanging out i once had a guy that was like yeah like seeing you is like the highlight of my week but i just like don't really want to be in a relationship Do you know what i'm I like also, i'm like yeah what i'm like I can't imagine ending so ending the thing that was the highlight of my week. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, if the if like hearing from me is the highlight of your day, then like seems like an odd thing to do yeah all that <laughs> stuff is bullshit to get out of there you know like <laughs> yeah it's like uh yeah guys on their way out are just like saying whatever they can to get the fuck away from it's so this. funny because we're just clinging to like every last thing it's like some sort of explanation for right after they say we should end this you should not listen to anything that comes out of their mouth or take any right. of that things seriously or take it all to heart take any of it to heart I don't know. I when I've been in this situation, it's just not, you know, I think also a lot of guys get into these things. It starts turning into a relationship and they go, yeah, I thought I was ready. I'm not. Um, I thought I was ready for those next steps because. Well, that's the part that we think is bullshit. I know, but it's it's not like it's it's uh, I, I've said this on this show. Women are like it, the relationship bus. It picks up and goes to the next stop. It doesn't go back. Yeah. So you move in. The next step, when are you engaged? And the next step, when are you married? And then the next step, when are you a baby? And then mm-hmm. the next step, when are you having the second baby? And then the next step, when are you guys moving to the suburbs? Then the next step, when are you guys, uh, where are you guys sending the kids to college? See, like, this, all this stuff sounds so exciting to me. Yeah, this sounds <laughs> awful. And also, every time I say one of those steps, I hear the cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Right. And then you start relating it to your life. Can I afford this? And... I'm not saying women don't put in for this, mm-hmm. aren't working the same. You know, I'm not right. even getting into that. I'm getting into the emotional scare that the men are going through where they're going cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And then they're going, yeah, I can't afford that. And now I'm less of a man because I can't afford that. And 90% of things end because of money. So but it's is like. is that what this guy's thinking? Three-month-er? Um, <laughs> yeah, three months in, it's. Three months in, you're thinking of. I don't want this person across from me getting ahead in a way that I'm not at. So I'm just going to cut it off. I'd rather cut it off early than cut it off before we're about to, you know, get engaged when I go, I'm just not ready. Right. And I don't see it. So like, in a way that it's better than this, but in a way, I mean, yeah, I mean, we get so many emails from the other side, the woman that was ended after three months. And, you know, I think guys are way more aware of the things that are said after a breakup than maybe women think. Where we're like aware of like what is used against us as far as how we are seen as the manipulators. So then it becomes like, you know, this guy who's three months in, he's like, hey, you're great. Things are great. But I don't want to deal with you as a responsibility. That's another big thing is mm-hmm. the, the late if you talk about the label. Right. You become more of a responsibility to me. Right. I'm now responsible for your feelings, for for making sure you're happy, for making sure that you feel I'm doing enough for you. Totally. And and listen, so to make it personal, Jess told me her, what well, this comes out the 15th. The 15th, Jess told me her family's coming to town. Okay. 
make sure you don't have shows before 9 p.m. on the 15th is something she said to me. Before okay? 9 p.m., okay. Before 9 p.m. Open up before... That is a compromise that I can deal with. Okay. Okay? Fine. I'm in a position now where I can say, hey, comedy club in New York City, I'm free after 9 p.m. Right. If I was three months in with the girl, I look at her and I go, am I ready to make that compromise? Right. To me, to me. That's that's my personalized, but I'm not that far away from the guy you're dating. So mm-hmm. I, I do think a version of this, of him going, you're great and all this stuff. I'm getting, <laughs> in the beginning, no, I, I had it. no answer. Now, okay. now I'm very confident in this answer. Okay. That's how quickly I move. Um, but if I was three months in with Jess and she looked at me and she was like, and like next month, my parents are coming in and I want to know that if you're like, can you open up this night? I would make a decision between, am I ready to open up that night and not? Right. And this guy's saying he's not. Mm-hmm. And that's not personal. Again, that's not, well, your parents aren't good enough for me to meet or <laughs> or my girlfriend's parents are good enough for to meet. That's me saying, these are the things that are important to me right now and this isn't more important than me clearing out till 9 p.m. That's kind of my thought. Right. So I guess to answer his question, he said, is this normal? Do I see where things go or is this a sign to just be honest and break up? What would you say? I think it's time to break up. I think, I think to me, class in breakups is doing them as soon as you feel they should be done. Right. And I think that no one, as much as we like might try to convince you otherwise as you're breaking up with us, I think no one really wants to be with someone that they have to do that to. Yeah, and and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like where I have to, where, where if the, where you know, one wants to be with the guy who was like, do I see where see see where things go, or like, should I just uh, break up because I don't really see it? No one he's wants al- to like end up with that. He's allowed to have feelings. He's yeah. allowed to be wrong about his feelings. I mean, I've said this on this show. I someone told once told me, and I kind of believe it, that men have the one that got away more than women. Uh, yeah, I mean, because like, men cut things off you cut too us early. Off all the time. Yeah, so, <laughs> but I would say to him. Take the look. I would say, like, for him to reassess it, take a look at what you want to compromise in your life. If you don't want to compromise a thing, then maybe you shouldn't be with this person. Right. Or if you want to compromise certain things and not other things, then you maybe need to discuss with them, here's how much I'm willing to do right now. Right. Or if you really just don't see it going anywhere and you feel like you're going to do this in three months, do it now. That's yeah, do it more now. fair to the I, person. Also, may, is this a better way to break up? Like, you know, what's the best way? How would you want to be broken up with at three months? Because I think a lot of the fear, I think a lot of the reason right. men go too long in these things and then women look back and go, you've known for this amount of time. I've you said kept, that before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would be the thing to say that would help a guy? In that would, situation? Yeah. Um, based How would on things that, be I've, that I've said to people based on the wrong way that I think that they've done it. I think an in-person thing, one, we've gone over that because it makes it you feel person. like you're valued and okay. not like you're an afterthought. Okay, I'm checking off a list okay. on people I did in person. I think you're in person. I think you, you're honest in the fact that like, hey, I don't really know what, what it is. I wish I had an answer for you about why I just don't really feel like this is going to turn into anything serious. I really don't want to waste your time. And so I felt like I should, I felt like I, like I really enjoy hanging out with you and I could keep doing this for a few months, but I don't want to waste your time. Mm. 
And I want you to know how I'm feeling right now so that you don't feel like I'm like duping you or I'm stringing you along. And I just want you to know that like, although I, I think you're great and I really do like hanging out with you, I, I just don't really see this lasting for a long time. And so I don't really feel like it's fair for either of us to keep seeing each other. Well, let's say her response mm-hmm. is... I didn't ask. I don't. I'm not asking to be to marry you. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just we're dating. I think I would <laughs> see how annoying it is to be a guy. See how annoying it is. Well, this is what yes, happens men every have always, time. Men have notoriously had a terribly throughout history. <laughs> it is nothing harder than being a white man. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'd say like I. I don't realistically think that you're. I'm, I would say so. You're okay with the fact that um, we won't ever get married. Well, I'm not even thinking that far ahead. I'm saying if you enjoy time with me now, I like playing this role. If if you enjoy time with me now, why would you end it so early? Like, because how do you know? I don't want to waste your time because I don't see I don't see us getting married. I don't see us having like a long term future. And I assume that's what you want. If you don't want that, that's then we can have a different conversation. But that's not not something that I see us ever happening. What I like happening with us. What I think the strength of your breakup as a guy is to make it and a lot of times people write in what you did perfectly and what I think uh, what you're saying you want to hear is he's making it personal to this relationship right it's not you're amazing you're going to find someone great oh that's the worst it's (laughs) you and I I don't see with a future it's not I don't want a future I don't want to be serious right because you do want to be serious serious, not with this person yeah you and I I don't see a future and also just being honest that like there is no like thing that you can pinpoint about it and like that sucks then that acknowledging that for the other person that sucks for them to hear because that's like a tough because you wish you did know the answer so it would be more clear even to you like it's a struggle i think for both people even for this guy who wants to bring it up he's not like a hundred percent sure that's the easiest thing to do is when you're like i know a hundred percent that this is not what i want and so i'm getting the hardest thing to do is when you're like oh i could be making a mistake i might this might have worked potentially but I think when you're honest, when you're like, there's nothing I can really pinpoint. I just don't really feel it. I don't think it's fair to you to be dating someone who who feels that way. I don't want to waste any of your time. If you make it about like the value add to also like the other person and in, in terms of like, I don't want to mislead you. Yeah. I think that's the worst feeling is when you feel like someone's like has known for a while and just yeah. hasn't said anything. I don't like, want to be the guy that two months from now has been hiding this for two months. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you how I feel. I feel it. I've thought this out. This isn't a rash decision. I think a lot of times women, when I've gone into this conversation, it's been posed to me that I just thought about it 10 minutes ago. Like I sneezed and all of a sudden I was like, I should end that relationship. No. This is thought out. And I mean, here's the other thing is like no amount of anything that I even just said, if I said that to myself, would make me really feel that much better about it. Mm-hmm. It's going to like feel, it's going to feel shitty regardless. It always feels shitty to be broken up with. It always feels shitty to like have an exciting thing that you were like really hopeful and excited for. Just kind of like be dead in the water. Yeah. Um. And that's, but that's life. I that's mean, life. that's it life. Sucks. That's, you're going to, ha- that's going to happen to you. If it never happens to you, you probably won't grow or be that interesting of a person because like, Things have always just gone your way and gone well for you. I mean, they, they should play this part of the podcast if it ever happens. Come back to this part <laughs> and hear Jordana go, yeah, here's the positives. Now you get to learn about yourself and you're a more interesting person. I mean, I do think that's true. I yeah, think I that too. like if you, if you meet someone who's like been with the same person they were with since like high school, you're kind of like you don't really like understand what it is to be like. Well, they're they're more one person than they are a couple. It right. always seems like. 
I think they call it shared brain. Right. I think they're they're one brain. Yeah, I think it always I think it always gives you more perspective, more insight, more like any kind of life experience where things don't always immediately go your way, whether that's with a job, whether that's with your like with your career, with relationships, with Listen, family, of, with totally. addiction. Everyone has like their own like struggles with things. Like the idea in life isn't to just have everything line up perfectly because yeah. you probably just won't have anything to say then. The the pants got to be tight before so you can lose the weight to make exactly nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout there's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ but a very close second lumi whole body deodorant it's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe and you up listeners can now receive a special offer new customers get 15 percent off all lumi products with our exclusive code and link Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some uh, awkward sex you ready yes huge fan of the podcast never thought i'd be one to write in but here we are on new year's eve i went to a concert with a guy i am seeing uh, our night continued after the show to a local bar and a few mezcal drinks later, I was drunk. We came <laughs> home, had a lot of very f- drunk sex, but still fun sex. The next morning when we were having sex again, I had a horrible flashback to the night before, which was rather blurry. And remember that while having sex, I had called out the name of the lead singer of the band. <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't say anything but like, dear God, the shame. Oh, Marcus Mumford. <laughs> oh, fish. Oh, f- <laughs> that's, that's, that's how much you know fish. I don't know anything about fish. I don't know anything about fish. I, I went to a I concert. I assume there's no individual Oh, name. fish. <laughs> that could be confusing, like date a guy named with the last name Fish. Right. Anyways, it was super embarrassing. We've had yet to acknowledge it. Not that I ever will bring it up. I'm hoping that he forgot or didn't hear or maybe even that I dreamt it. It That all seems unlikely, though. I know I'm not the first person to fuck up names during sex, but since we just saw the band, it almost seems like I was imagining them, and I don't think I was. Happy New Year. I love that email. It's funny. Um, (laughs) What would you call this? The Call Me By The Drummer's Name. Okay, um, I'm with the band. Oh, I like that. I'm with the band. The groupie. The groupie. Call me maybe. Um, I would also call it... Uh, I like all these. Yeah. They're solid. Um, what if a girl... If a gr- You went to a concert with a girl. And she called out the band's the, name. The singer, lead singer's name. You know what's funny? Like... To me, this would be different if it was someone I was dating versus someone I'm really in a relationship with. Okay. Like, if I'm in the relationship with them, like, I would be more insulted. But if we were just dating, <laughs> I'd be like, ah, well, you know what happens? Like, we just kind of met. You know, like, I... But isn't that the time they should be, like, the most, like, you would into hope, you? You would... I know. I'm Other just... Like, I, yeah. These are levels of disappointment. Yeah. Um, how would you feel if they were, like, Britney to- Spears! <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm like, are you guys on a? I feel like if you were having sex with her, you could probably just call her Brittany, but you know, Brittany, it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> um, Ariana, I would be a little insulted. I could, yeah. I think, um, I wouldn't like, I don't think it'd be like a deal breaker. I think it'd just be a red flag because, like, I don't think you can control these things. I'd be like, that they would, I would have to make fun of them for it, like, a lot. I mean, wouldn't you assume they're thinking of them while having sex with you? Like, I would assume that yeah. she's thinking of Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Pearl Jam. Oh. Like, I don't know. Okay. Oh, Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Feels so good when you do that to me. Like, Right. Um, yeah, it would be like a little insulting, but it's not as insulting. I'd rather that than someone I know. Okay. You know? That's worse. At least this is a fantasy. Right. It's not something attainable. I mean, like, do you and Jess have, like, a list of people that you would, like, allow to... No, we haven't done that game. I think that game is bullshit. I think the, that game's the, funny the, because the it's, like... The whole pass? It's, like, it's not real because it's, like, it's not real. It's just more. It's more, like, just, like, a funny thing about, like, who are your celebrity crushes. Yeah, I understand that. I think the funny part is she knows... The pre- Here's the problem with Instagram is that there's no... There's no dignity. Like, the minute you start dating someone, ladies, if you're listening to this podcast, whoever you're seeing, you can see exactly what they're into by who they follow on Instagram. Okay? Yeah. They men have and you'd be like, well, our men so stupid. Yeah, this is why men are so stupid. No, we're simple. Right. We want to put all we consolidated all our friends from high school, college, their babies, and the butts we like to look at in one feed. Okay. Oh boy, Tinsley. <laughs> that's the violinist for Dave Matthews. Okay. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that's oh seal. <laughs> seal. Yeah, like it would be. Yeah. Um. So would. Oh, is... Steve. Aoki. You know, like... <laughs> Are you okay with it? 
I'm okay with it. My girlfriend's a big music fan. If she yelled out one of the fish members, I would go, ah, it happens. I get it. You know, listen, did you get off? Yeah. Can I get blown now? It would be better than like someone, like your friend of yours name. Yeah. If it was like, oh, John Smith, you know, like, and I was like, that's my best friend from high school. Right. What? (laughs) We just went to dinner with them. Exactly. We're not double dating with them again. It would change the relationship with a lot of people. That would not be okay. But uh, it's okay if they're completely unattainable. Yeah. I think that's what makes it better. And then like, I would. It's also like if you got your shot, like, fine, go for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you need it, if this is what's going to help you get there, right? Go for it. That's our Sherpa to get up the mountain. <laughs> He's carrying your orgasm. <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. Hey, J&J. Love the pod. Even brought the whole group chat to the live New York show. Thanks. Here's a dating situation I'd like your ruling on. Oh, this is where the judge, where they're going to be the judges. Judge James. Order! <laughs> Order in the courtroom! I don't know why I turned into a guy selling <laughs> hot dogs at a f- baseball game. Order here! Cotton candy. Order here! Uh, Cracker Jack's here. You're uh, not, you'd be a great auctioneer. 
One to the back of the... <laughs> I just tried to do it. Exactly. Fucking flubbed it. You just it. need right. to go practice rounds. <laughs> I met a guy a few months ago and he seemed to check all the boxes. Funny, smart, tall, good job, etc. Boom! <laughs> the mom's dream. Boom, married. Um, last time I saw him, he invited me over to make dinner together and watch the sunset on his roof. Ooh. Needless to say, I was impressed by him. Yeah, wow. I am too. He made pasta. Ah, shit. Weeks passed and we both kept trying to make plans, but one of us was always busy, not able to meet up. Uh, that's a move. We have to acknowledge this could be a move. But I was busy too. Yeah. This, <laughs> I've, you know how you know how many times like I've had like where I'm like, where the girl goes, no, I'm actually really busy tonight too. And I go, oh, <laughs> made it another week. <laughs> so. Wow. Avoided that conversation. Yeah. Eventually, he mentioned that we should catch up soon and suggested that we could get wine, cheese, and crackers and hang out on his roof. On so This guy really loves his roof. Loves There's his no, roof. There's no more annoying guy than the New York City guy with a good roof because he uses it to try to fuck you all the time. Well, <laughs> that's funny. I it's never like, even knew that. He's the, the guy with the, the New York City guy with the roof. He's always like, talking, he's like, yeah, you could come, we could have a glass of wine on my roof. Uh, that's a way of getting you in the apartment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the uh, get in, the, like come, we'll uh, we'll have a we'll have a we'll have some cheese on my roof. We'll do some drinks on the it's roof, like, and then we'll see where the night goes. And it always another, ends up to right. a shitty two bedroom that's converted from one bedroom. Exactly. Like there's a there's a place around the corner from you where that sells things on a roof we could go to you could pay it for them sells i'm the saying like you could, you could pay for them to me it's you're like, a roof bar that doesn't happen on top of your bed right. to me come to my roof is like i'm cheap and i'm trying to have sex with you oh. i thought this roof would save me yeah. hundreds of dollars <laughs> on dates anyway um You've and been, actually, he mentioned you've me been outed, roofers. The New roofer. York City roof man. I, I'm on to you. Before the before the spring can even yeah. get started, Jordana's outed you in the, in, the like in the winter. The realtors must tell like got like guys who are like 24 to 32. Like that is, this roof is going to get you. You know, kidding me? You don't think some Israeli dude is saying <laughs> that? It's got it's got views of uh, West no, 15th you, Street garbage dump. Anyway, you bring a girl up on this roof. They sound Done. all the Israelis always sound right. like they're, they're they have they have a stuffy nose. You bring a girl up on this roof and you can get oh you have all the girls. There you go. I guess it works. Yeah. Eventually, he mentioned that we could catch up soon. Suggested that we could get wine, cheese, and crackers and hang it on his roof on Sunday once he got back from his college reunion. All right. Sunday comes around. It's one p.m. and I still haven't heard from him. Uh -oh. So I decide to text him. Good. He doesn't answer until four hours later and it hits me with this text. Okay. All right. You'll be, uh, I'll be her. You're her. You're you'll blue. Be, right. And you'll be him. Hey, I can bring the wine today. What time works for you? See, I love her opening text. Can we start with that? She's yeah. doing the. She's being positive. Positive. Friendly. No judgment. And, and she's assume closing. Right. I've this talked about the assume close before. Uh, in sales, they say, just assume you're closing the deal. Mm -hmm. So. Just tell them what's happening. Hey, Don't I'll bring worry. the wine. What time's good? So this yeah. is at 1 p.m. 5.02. The, yeah, she was right. Four hours. <laughs> just got back into the city with an exclamation point. Oh, just got even, back into the city. That, that is almost. Even follow that up. <laughs> Wait, read this from the beginning. Hey, this is insulting. I can bring the wine today. What time works for you? Just got back into the city. No acknowledgement of the oh, four that, hours that's passed or the or plans that they, that they had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys are the worst. Awesome. Are you still down to meet up? No easy way of saying this. 
just agreed to get exclusive with someone this weekend. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. shit. Then she says, I swear my heart sank. I felt so stupid and dumbfounded. Mine heart just, my heart just sunk. That is. We thought we were getting wine and cheese on the roof. <laughs> now you have a wife? You know, like a- <laughs> How can a guy pl- uh, plan what I consider to be an intimate evening with someone uh, on his roof? Okay. Okay. She I, needs, added that, I added that part. We're not her fucking brunt. <laughs> yeah, but already, the when, word intimate, yeah. chill out. Yeah. This ain't your brunch. We're not going to agree with you right away. I think it's considered to be an intimate evening with someone when he's about to get exclusive with someone else. Do you think he wasn't actually planning on getting exclusive with someone or is he guilty of just trying to exhaust all of his options? Would love to hear your ruling on this. So. What do you think? How do the J's court, rule? Court is in order. Yes. Yeah, so we've, we've heard the evidence. Um, Is he guilty of trying to exhaust all his? I don't think men work that way. Was he actually planning on getting exclusive? It sounds like someone initiated the conversation with him. He had a bunch of other things mm-hmm. going on, you're, mm-hmm. one of which was you. Yes. But in this period of time where you were both busy, probably mm-hmm. he was busy seeing someone else as well. Yes. Um, and then this person was like, I want to be exclusive. And he was like, well, okay, I guess I have to cancel this date. Yeah. But he felt scared of you. Yeah. That... Guys are walking to the edge of relationship cliff before they jump off. And someone else he has been more serious with than you. Yes. That's the reality. It's like The Bachelor, except where it's you get the bachelor. to, you, you, know, you don't know the other dates. You're, on, you're on The Bachelor. <laughs> Wake up. You're yeah. on the show. Um, yeah, he was with someone that it became too much to hide you right and in that situation he has to choose someone to disappoint you were the least he cared about to be perfectly honest right or the it wasn't that it wasn't progressing in this to the same level as the other person right Nah. well no I don't know about that. That's I, what they say in The Bachelor. Yeah. I feel like I have stronger connections with the other girls here. That that's to me that's a female way of looking at it. Where when a when a bunch of women when a, when women when I hear women say that they're like you got to have a roster. You got to have a roster. You got to have a roster. And then they're like then you see which one works out and which one doesn't. To me that's like buying a bunch of lottery tickets, a bunch of scratchers. To, to diversify your lottery in, improvement. Mm-hmm. As a guy, I've never really worked that way. I've never had like five girls to say, I will see which one's the best for me to have a relationship with so that I'll have a relationship. To me, he already had this other person that he has b- been on and off with for maybe years. That he's finally had to commit to? He's had to commit to. I don't think they're going to work out, but I do think... <laughs> That Why don't you think they're going to work out? Because he's still been seeing this other girl. It's tough. I don't think. I really don't think seeing a lot of people at once is really a good way to like meet one person. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to like kind of fuck five. Right. Like I've never really been concentrating on one person more than the other. You know. So you do you feel like if you're like actually into someone, you're not seeing <clears throat> other people. If you're I really think, into someone. I don't think you're seeing them in this way. You're not like date going on dates. I don't with think them. Maybe doing, you would yeah. like hook up with someone if you met them out. Sure. Night, but you're not like. Come to my roof. I'll bring the cheese and wine. Exactly. Okay. I, I I think it does this type of date scenario that he's going on with you. Felt like it felt like he's trying to fuck via boyfriend moves. Right. 
And it worked with someone. And it worked with someone much. a little too much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now he's in a relationship with them. And right. with you, he has to go, hey, I'm exclusive with someone else. And he's using the environment against you because he's like, well, you can't get mad at that. We weren't exclusive. And it's like, that's not fair either. I don't right. think that. Plus, like, it's fine. It's not... It's not, he's not doing anything technically wrong here. It's not like he's in a relationship with this person, but it is kind of like the way that he said this and the way that he did it is so reactionary that it makes him seem like an asshole. Well, that's like the, the thing. The best way to do it would be like, you could win a court case very, and still be an asshole. Right. At the very least, the very least he could do was a full day before be like, hey, I know we we're supposed to go out tomorrow night. I have to say, I've gotten like, closer with this other person and i just don't really feel like it'd be right to like um be going on dates with other people and i'm sorry if i uh led you on or for wasting any of your time yeah the ruling is he's an asshole not a cheater yes but you both can be true that's true yeah you can be an asshole right and be technically yeah if we took him to court where she is in court right. right now he didn't cheat as we know as far as we know, he got in front of it to a point where you could never like contact his now girlfriend. Right. Like, like that's the thing. Like if you contacted his girlfriend and was like, I was, I just want to let you know, I was seeing him too. And we were doing roof dates. She would be mad, but you'd be a little bit annoying for doing that. Right. Because technically he doesn't officially on paper owe each of you anything, whether or not he like owes you by just the, by human decency. Decency. Yeah. Is a different thing. Yeah, totally different. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't see that coming either. Yeah, I mean, planning Like, I've never texted, just agreed to get exclusive with someone this weekend. To me, that sounds like he closed on a fucking, you know, new property. Right. Like, that's not even out. That's like when your broker texts you and you're like, so you're still interested in seeing the place on on Madison? And you're like, I actually, like. I just agreed to terms. Yeah, Yeah. It's weird. Right. So, I mean, you dodged a bullet. To me, this is also like, I've talked about this a lot with the the guys that wouldn't be in the fuck game without the apps mm-hmm. this guy kind of rings that way to right. me like i don't think he would be out there as much if he had to actually like go out and meet people at a bar because he uses an, the guise of an app that's there for romantic mm-hmm. purposes to get him fuck buddies but he's approaching them like they're girlfriends yeah, and just like the wording of this, like all of it is, it is annoying and more annoying for her. I feel like more annoying and as, as someone who's been in her shoes of like, you're excited for a date and then like something, you're, you're kind of like, oh, this this guy is not at all who I thought like he was, or Absol- this or yeah. this is this didn't go as nearly as well as I imagined it to go in my head. It's just like kind of like it just feels like the air being let out of a mm. balloon that you were really excited about. I mean, the air was let out of my balloon when I read the text. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. 
The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some more. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Want me to read it? Go for it. So I was living in D.C. for the last year. I started take to, I started talking to my job back in August about moving to our New York office because I wasn't happy with my time in D.C. I'm not from around there and missed friends and family. In September, I started going on a few dates with this really awesome guy and he start he, and had the start of a really great relationship. But alas, my job let me know I'd be able to move at the beginning of November, so I accepted. Me and the dude tried out long distance for two months. I thought it was going great. We talked a lot every day and saw each other every three weekends. Uh, so the three weekends out of the two months we were separated, I was visiting him in D.C. last weekend. We had so much fun, but he ended things a few hours before I left. He has been burned in a long distance relationship before and found himself too upset about us not being together and the constant goodbyes that he thinks just ending things would be a solution to the woes of long distance. This is my first would-be relationship in three years, and I felt really good about what we had. There was communication and trust, and I was more confident about him than any guy I've been dating in the past. I think it's silly he's letting all that go because of a four-hour commute. In most situations, I would be prideful and just let it uh, let it be. I would be prideful and just let it be, despite being upset and not agreeing with the decision. But in this case, I went. I want to feel differently. I'm going back in D- uh, to be back in D.C. for work in a few weeks, and I'm wondering if I should reach out about meeting up while I'm in town. I don't want to look feel desperate if he's able to stick to his guns, but I also don't want to be too prideful and let this good thing get away without covering all my bases. Should I try and meet up with him? And if so, what's a good post-breakup meeting setting? Meeting setting? Your advice is gold, and I very much appreciate your take on the situation. What do you think? Um, I think that... <coughs> I think it's very possible that the distance is an excuse for not really wanting to do this anyway. And the distance is a very, very logical Mm -hmm. and good. Anyone who you told that to would be like, okay, I understand. This is, if in terms of the guys not wanting to feel like an asshole. Tough to disagree with. This is one of the the top, I would say, excuses that a guy can get. Mm -hmm. It's long distance. I don't want to do long distance. Sure. Um, So, I mean, I think it's very possible that he's just like, doesn't really see the relationship going anywhere. And this is an easy way out but maybe he also like likes you and then it doesn't also the distance is the actual issue he doesn't like you enough to like figure out every other weekend having to leave his city yeah it's back to that like you know responsibility thing right uh am i willing to do these things i don't but i'm with you i think this is an excuse right didn't seem like they were like really going out that long before she moved i also don't buy the i was burned in the past argument Right. That seems like a, it's feel, it always feels like if you have two excuses, you have that they're both <laughs> bullshit. If you have one, like it could be they true. They cancel each other out. They're like negative numbers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I just the idea. I don't like when guys put things in romanticized and I'll put in quotes female terms. Okay. And I don't mean that, you know. In I the girly, in, emotional, sentimental. In that ways. way, where okay. when when men go, when they try to they try to replicate a rom com. Yeah, that, when anyone. So mm-hmm. thank you for saving me. When anyone puts things in rom com terms, I kind of call bullshit. Like they're just trying to write a movie for me to uh, to understand 
right. something that's really un- to not make understandable. You feel like something is more significant to you than it is. In the, the past, guy. I've dated long distance, and we took horse and carriage each way, <laughs> and she had to end it, and I cannot do it again. Right. Like, it doesn't, I, I don't believe, like, because, listen, people get married to people they get divorced from all the time. So it's in your capacity to repeat a situation that's better with someone else. Right. You know, so I don't, um, as for her question. I don't think I, I do believe during a breakup, you should do whatever will make you feel better. So I don't think this whole idea. So you like, think she should text him. I think she should wait. Um, the night before she comes back, I would say she if it's still on her mind, if she's still questioning and needing answers. And I'm not saying you're going to get answers. But if having the second conversation will get you to, will I think you have to like, first you have to say to yourself, this is over. Someone right. took the decision to make it over. But if you need, if you think getting back in front of them for coffee and just saying like the things that are on your mind will make you feel better, get yourself better. Don't, don't play this game of like, I don't want to look a certain way. I don't want to be a certain way. You are you and you are fine. Well, here's what you don't, here's what I think you shouldn't do. I think you should do the things that make you feel good after mm. a breakup, but often those things are not good for us. So I think, like you said, there's a right way and a wrong way mm-hmm. to go about this. I agree, like the last night is probably a thing, but you also want to make sure that you're having a conversation and not just hooking up with someone because like you miss them and you feel like maybe that'll like put you back into like we're on again kind of thing. Oh, you can't hook up. Without any discussion. I think that's kind of what she like. She wants to be soothed. You think she wants to hook up? I think she just wants to go talk to him. She said, um. Wonder if I should reach out about meeting up up. while I'm in town. Right. I think she wants to rekindle. Oh, I, there's no rekindle. That's what I was feeling like. She's kind of like, should I reach out and like, and like see him while I'm there because like I don't feel like this ex- I, maybe I can convince him out of this this excuse this this reason about like the distance that we can make mm. the distance work you are right she um, did say let this good thing get away without covering all my bases right I don't I think you're like gonna save the the dying yeah. child no. she's trying to revive it and that's I think what she really wants from it and I think that often what happens when you do that or when you contact someone that is broken up with you in that situation you wind up Hooking up with them, you kind of don't want to ruin the fun time that you're having, so you don't mm-hmm. really bring up exactly what you like really want to say, and then you leave, and you're sort of left in this like weird limbo of like now you have to break up all over again because you yeah. just hooked up with them, and no one really got any. It just like reopened the wound. Yeah, the only contact I think that that I'm suggesting is you get coffee, you know this is over, right? You let him know, you say the things that you want to be said. And then you go on your way. It has right. to have an ending. Like, but like this whole thing of like, I think it's okay to get yourself right. Yeah, and getting say, yourself right is not hooking up with him, not not getting back together. I think getting yourself right means having a conversation that ends with, now I've gotten that out of me, and I've seen your face, right. and I've I've witnessed, and it wasn't on the last day of my trip home because the way they broke up is kind of annoying too. She right. goes to D.C. and then the mm-hmm. last day he's like, "This isn't working." Like that's that to me, I would understand that she's like, wait a minute. I I was just shoot out the door. Right. Like if she says, I want to get coffee to get my side out there to, so that I can feel better about this ending. That's one thing. Yeah. She's going back to like, Hey, maybe I can, 
put together Humpty Dumpty. No, it's not yeah, going to happen. I think in the back of her, in the back of anyone who is broken up with, who wants closure, I think there is a sense of like, I do hope that they've been like, oh, like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Like I changed my mind. And yeah. then like they, and you kind of take, they, or they hook up with you because you're so familiar and they didn't hate you and they mm. did like you, but not enough to date you. And then it just becomes this messier situation where, and it's very hard to resist. I think it's actually, if you do meet up with an ex, it's very hard to not um, hook up with them. Totally. The the comfort levels there, the conversations there. You do one cute joke or smile right. when it breaks, like when you have that conversation with right. an ex and then you like, everything's mad until that one joke you make that like right. brought you guys together in the first place. And then you're like, this feels really, yeah, really good. Yeah, it feels good. good. Yeah. Bless you. That's why it's a very, it's like a very risky thing. It's like you're putting your, if you're like, if, yeah. if it's kind of like an alcoholic just surrounding themselves with the sure, bottle. Sure, you're like, oh, wow, I remember these bar seats. I remember <laughs> how the smell of the bar, you know, the beer wench. Yeah, it all feels right. Right. So I think like if you're, if she feels like she's strong enough to like not to actually just go and do what you say she should do and just get to say her piece and then leave, which I think is very difficult having been there. Yeah. Um, then I'll tell her do this. That. I'll tell her this right now. I'll speak right to her. He ain't going to be your boyfriend again. He might be a hookup. He might be a situationship. He might be the guy that you're long distance with and you're seeing what happens. He will not be your significant other. And for that reason, we're out. Right. <laughs> In the words of Mark Cuban. In the words of Barbara Corcoran. <laughs> So save yourself the next seven years. Yeah, save yourself some and time. And just, uh, just don't do it. Let's play some games. All right. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Okay. Would you rather be with someone who has no relationship with their parents or someone who goes out to dinner with their parents at least three times a week along with constant phone calls and texting? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, Three times a week is a lot. Here's the thing. The more you're with your parents, the less your parents matter. Interesting. So if they're three times a week, that's like me meeting their friend. Like I I would know them on a level that I'd be like, I could look at the mom and be like, yeah, this shit ain't working. She doesn't fucking, you know, like I I would like, like if I ended it with her, like I'd look at the mom and I go, Elaine. It just isn't working. You don't understand. Right. I kind of agree with you in terms of like when you see someone that much or there's that integrated into their life, they are more like your friend than your parent. Yeah. In most situations, just because like the formality is taken out of all of it. Totally. And it's like some people, yeah, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of okay to have your like a very close relationship with your parents. And like, that's just kind of what's happening here. No parents in your life. To me, you're like uh, it, it's 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 a tougher person today because also like there's nobody to talk shit about. Like there's you want no, you want to talk shit about your girl, not the parents, but like there's no like oh can you believe like I come back from seeing my parents, I'm like listen to this story, right. listen to this crazy shit, you know like there's no yeah. I need someone that you're forced to see that you can also rip. Yes, I need diversification in my conversations. Okay. Less parents equals less diversification. That's what do you fair. think? Um, I, that's a very interesting concept. I never thought about the talking <laughs> shit thing. I guess you could do that with work, but like, sure. But I don't know, <laughs> I know those them, people. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. You need to have a. You need to have someone to mutually make fun of. Yeah. I feel that that's fair. Every couple needs a couple doing worse than them. 
hundred percent. Let's do another. All right. Would you rather get cheated on all the time and never know about it, or have to tell someone you cheated on them? Oh, get cheated on all the time. Never and never know about it. Yeah, of course. Really? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you do. I care, but I'm saying like I don't know. Bliss. Just as another family. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> She's <laughs> like that. If you're seen up in the air. Yeah. She's <laughs> like that. The woman with the full family. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. No, it's not up in the air. Oh, yeah, it is up yeah, in the air. I was thinking of George, up. I was like, George, no, George Clooney's No, that's the one girlfriend. where the barren woman dies. Uh, that's, <laughs> very sad. It's a very sad opening for a kid's movie. Up in the air. Uh, yeah, the George Clooney movie. You find out that they has a whole other family. Right. It's the only movie where the woman has a whole other family. Yeah, it yeah. is true. I Yeah, I guess I would rather not know. Ignorance is bliss. I can keep my confidence. You know, telling someone you cheated on them. That is a, I mean, Tough one's one. just, one's, one's having the bandaid ripped off you while you're sleeping and the other one is w- slowly ripping it off yourself. So you'd rather live a lie. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I. They're both pretty terrible. They're both terrible. Let me please say that to the audience. One audience member in um, particular, they're both terrible. I don't know. Get cheated on all the time and never know about it. I guess if you never knew about it, if a tree falls in the woods, but like, let's say you have the my most whole life perfect would be life, a lie. everything you want in your life, everything, right? And then here's how it happens. Here's how you find out. It's just sex. Just sex. No, so, no. It's yeah. It's just no. Sex. I'm saying like okay. Let's say like my husband has been seeing prostitutes our entire marriage, and I've never known about it. Yeah. I mean that would be bad, but like. I could probably. It's better than deal, right telling your husband you cheated on him. It's better than having my telling my husband that I cheated on him, or and it's also better than my husband having girlfriends. Yeah, well, I understand that. That's like a diff- that would but, be like less <laughs> sure. I wouldn't be like my whole life was a lie because you because you took it porn to an extreme version. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's what if he comes? What if it's he only fucks chicks he meets at the bar and never speaks to again. Still better than the girlfriends. Still worse than the prostitutes. Worse than, yeah, on the on the on the scale. Yeah, yeah well, I mean there true. is a scale. I think I don't think cheating is like a is a binary thing. No, it's I like agree a, with you. there's a scale of of hurt of offensiveness. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, um, I I'm with you. I think the if it's the prostitute thing, I'd rather the prostitute never know about it. If it's the uh, if it's the girlfriend thing, I'd mm-hmm. rather tell someone that I cheated on them. All right. Would you agree? I agree. Okay. Um. Hey guys, want to hear your thoughts? Love the podcast and all that. Been seeing this guy about two weeks and everything's great. He seemed pretty normal. We told we really clicked. Fast forward to New Year's Eve when I get these texts. My first instinct is to block his number, but my friends say I'm being too harsh and maybe he just drank too much at a New Year's Eve party. Love to hear your take. Okay, Okay. so you be him. (laughs) So I'm him. These are happy New Year texts. These are right after our New Year's? New Year's Eve? Yeah. Okay. Happy New Year. I think January is going to be amazing and then you'll be over me quick and the rest of the year will be normal. By the way, who is your New Year's kiss so I know who to murder? Okay, I'm ready to see you now. Angry emoji. I hate your texting right now. I'm heading home soon, I think. I'm over you. Nobody goes two hours without checking their phone. Good night. I pretty consistently go two hours without checking my phone. Sad smiley face. He had a little bit of a meltdown. Um, a New Year's Eve meltdown. Wow. I just see the clock ticking. The... Three. 
two. And he's like, this fucking bitch. Right. She's making out with someone else. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, this is tough to come back from. If I did this to a guy, I could see a situation in which I was so drunk where I did something similar, maybe. Sure. But like. Uh, None of us are beyond this. Right. But also, I don't want to be going through it with that person. Right. This is like. This is one of the more embarrassing things that it's you pretty could do. bad. Yeah. Um, because not only does it, he's, he reveals, and then you'll be over me quick and the rest of your year will be normal. I don't right. even understand Deep that. insecurity. He's saying a lot like, of he's like, I think we're going to have a great time in January and then you're going to like, and then you're going to break up with oh, me. Oh, then you won't like me anymore. Yeah. By the way, who is your, yeah. So then it's revealed in the next one. Who is your New right. Year's kiss? It's all stemming from like a, a very insecure man. Yeah, that's um, bad. Who's like very, seems to have hints of crazy going on. Yeah, and he's trying to get you to text him back by saying he's over you. Um, so she wants to know, she said her first instinct is to block this number, but her friends say she's being too harsh and maybe he just drank too much. I like the, the guy version. I'm over you is like the, the guy version of like, I'm, I'm pregnant. Right. <laughs> Answer. Yeah, uh, I'm over you. Yeah. What are you going to do now? <laughs> Not be you involved. You won't be able to find anyone. <laughs> um, I think you block him I think he's got to grow up and I think you're going to be what helps him in the long run but I wouldn't want to be the one that like helps someone get through their insecurities like this right I had a guy once um, was like day drinking I had gone on two dates with him I was like on the fence mm -hmm. and then he got he was like day drunk and then he was like texting me like very intense things like I miss you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it was like, hey. it was on the fence and it was enough to make me choose the side of the fence that was the not, not with him. Right. And it was like, I wasn't like, oh, this is because you, in the beginning, you got to play a little bit of a game. And yeah. like, I don't Listen, know. I wasn't sure about, I also wasn't sure if that was like too harsh, but it was kind of, could be, I think it's going to be a turnoff. I it's can, a turnoff. Yeah. That's the most important part. Yeah. Is jealousy is the ugliest trait. Yeah. It doesn't look good, especially on men. It looks very small. Um, also, they're two weeks in, just the same as your situation. Right. Yeah. And that's the beginning. Those are the most stressful parts of those do they like really, me or not? Those are really when you got to be on your A game. And I don't, some people are like, oh, dating shouldn't be a game. But like the first month of anything is kind of a game. You show up to work, you're going to act differently than you yeah. are in the first month, <laughs> yeah. then six months. You might stroll in at 930 if you're supposed to be there at nine a year in, but you're not doing that day two. No, no. Like, it's There's a difference. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, to me, I wouldn't want to go through this with this guy. And also, like, you shouldn't force yourself to be attracted to someone. This is unattractive. Yeah, and I think it's okay to be turned off by that. And, like, I don't know if I would just block, because this guy seems Block like is a little much. You could, I, would I think I would just say, like, hey, this was a little bit much for me. Like, I don't really know if I see this going anywhere, but, like, best of luck. Yeah, I, well, also... I wouldn't even do him the favor of not blaming this. Hey, I think I'm looking at this more casually than you are. Um, I'm not going to continue. I wish you yeah, best of luck. That right. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Right, we I think I, I said that to that guy and then he came back with like, I I never said it wasn't supposed to be casual. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's that's right. the thing you have to hold strong on. You can't just right. believe. Yeah. This is what happens all the time. Someone ends it and they go, "Well, I didn't I'm want not, that." Well, I didn't want. It. And then some people were like, "Oh, well, if you don't want," and it's like, "No, no, no, don't take them at their word." Right. 
It's like it's like having a gun to someone's head, and they're like, "Well, no, I'm on your side." And you go, right. "Oh, okay." Right. I guess I, I, I know where the money now. is. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Well, that was it. Thank you very much for listening. Keep telling your friends. Keep making your Instagram stories. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.